Hello, welcome back to this week's episode of Dating with Nora. This week, I am joined with Katie again. Uh, we Hello, are going, to, we're going to be doing um, the follow up episode. We were talking about. I got a surprising amount of messages wanting us to talk about more about what we ended on the last one, which is like narcissism, red flags, what to look out for. Um, and so we are going to be diving into that today and not so much questions, but kind of talking about, you know, our own healing journey and red flags that you can look for so you can avoid that. <laughs> so, so yeah. So first I did want Katie to kind of talk about, um, cause we did go into it a little bit last episode, like her healing journey and, um, what's been helping her with no contact and just, you know, all that good stuff. Yeah. So super excited to be back. Thank you so much for having me again. Yes. That podcast episode was so fun. Um, so healing journey wise, I feel like in the beginning, I, I always tell people this, like when I get messages on TikTok, you really have to take it like day by day, hour by hour, minute by minute. Um, and so really having that mindset, I remember my dad called me and that's one thing I like leaned on friends and family so much. I mean, I stayed at friends and family's houses <laughs> for like months, honestly, like I just kind of bounced around and I'm not saying that's the perfect way to heal, but it helped me a lot. Um, distraction isn't always, I think that distraction is okay in certain circumstances. My therapist told me, you know, distraction mm -hmm. is, it's a okay way to heal, but eventually you have, you do have to sit with your feelings. Um, but I remember my dad calling me and just saying, okay, we're going to like try a little experiment. Let's try and just string along however many days we can of feeling okay. And I think that was really cool. I just kind of kept that in the back of my head. And even if I cried, I was like, it's okay. I'm okay. We're still like stringing along the days. And that helped me a lot. But as far as no contact, I, I'm a blocker. I will block you on everything. <laughs> and so the only thing that I don't have my ex blocked on is um, text messages, but that's just in case of something legality wise with our mm -hmm. divorce. And so I felt like if, you know, he needed something from me or I need something from him legal wise, not just communication, um, but actual legal wise, then we could chat. But um, I blocked family members <laughs> on everything. I like his family members. I blocked oh, everybody. Okay. Yeah, not my own. I was no, like, not oh, my own. Damn, I'm <laughs> like, I blocked everyone. No, I blocked like a lot of his family because I knew that I would see him in mm -hmm. them. And so yeah. for me, if I don't see it, it's like it's not in my mind that I can like start to heal and start to move on. And so that was my number one thing. I think everyone should block if they are like prone mm -hmm. to looking or wanting to look I think blocking and something I repeated to myself too was we don't self-sabotage here so anytime I wanted to look I just reminded myself that we do not self-sabotage it's only going to make you feel worse and we don't do that here and I just kept repeating that to myself anytime I wanted to unblock him or his mom or somebody like that so that was that's a little bit of what I did there's a yeah, lot of no. things <laughs> I I'm a blocker eventually, but like I am so nosy. Like it's my demise every time. I I just want to know. Like I'm like surely like he can't be better than me. And <laughs> and even if that's true, like it still hurts my feelings cuz I'm like, damn. I'm an immediate like day after divorce, immediate block. 
Like really? Oh yeah. Because I know that that's my demise too. Like I'm nosy. I want to see how you're doing and I can't get, I did not want to, even now, if I have people that are like, oh, your ex is doing this. I'm like, I don't want to know. I do not want to know. Don't tell me. That's so rude. I've never understood that. Like I know that one of my exes, I had a lot of me like mutual friends with, um, Mm -hmm. And even then, they were never like, "Oh my God, guess what? So and so's been doing." Like, I, they don't. They're, <laughs> they're like, "I, I don't yeah. want to know." Thank you, though. I'm like, thanks you know. so much. Sometimes I am nosy, but a lot of the times I'm like, "No, thank you." <laughs> yeah, no, I'm good. Yeah, um, it's like it's all good over here. <laughs> um, but that I, one of my exes, I just didn't even block because I was like, he's just gonna make a thousand accounts to look at my stuff anyways. And I was like, you know, it's fine. <laughs> give people what they want. Give him what he wants. Give, give the <laughs> give the fans what they want. Literally. <laughs> I knew that like, I knew that when my ex was done, he was done. That was something mm-hmm. too, is like, there was no back and forth. Um, we got divorced in 10 days. So I knew that, yeah, it was a very quick process. And wow. so I knew that whenever his mind was made up, whatever his mind was, it was going to be full send, full force. So whether he wanted Mm -hmm. to be with me or not, I knew it was going to be full send. And so whenever he decided, I was like, okay, that's it. Like, there's no going back from here. So I was just like, block everybody. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely, I mean, you can tell with people that you date, like their attachment style and how that's going to go, especially like the way you fight is the way you know you're going to break up. So like, like, um, my son's father like no shade because i know he listens to these podcasts but hi um but he you know in the past like when we were like in a really really bad spot in our relationship whenever we would fight he would just like shut down and like Mm -hmm. nothing like it would be radio silence for however long he needed and that drove me crazy because i i'm anxious attachment style so i was like answer me like come back home oh that was was me advice yeah that was me and my ex he'd be like i need to cool off and i'd be like no like like literally like come back here (laughs) yeah i'm like i don't know but now i'm like i probably should chill out a little bit no i feel (laughs) I feel that. But in the spirit of that conversation, let's talk about narcissism. Yeah. So um, I feel like that word is thrown around a lot on the internet. I feel like especially like not to bash TikTok because, you know, I love TikTok, but I feel like TikTok is full of people like just throwing that word around very irresponsibly. Yeah. I feel like people can have narcissistic tendencies, but that doesn't mean they're a narcissist. You know what I mean? Like you can have some tendencies, but that doesn't automatically make you a narcissist. Um, No. Yeah. Around the word toxic too. Some people truly are toxic, but I think we throw around that word too. Mm -hmm. I think, I think we also forget that like people are human, like (laughs) people like, you know, it is shitty when somebody breaks your heart or like isn't kind to you in a relationship sense or even like friendships, but it does not make them a narcissist. Um, and that's kind of <laughs> the theme of today's podcast is what that really means, since it is a very popular word to use nowadays, um, what the red flags are um, in that type of person, but specifically like relationships, what the pattern looks like when a narcissist um kind of I don't want to say 
no, I'm not going to say that. Uh, when a <laughs> when a narcissist um, pursues you, you yeah, <laughs> and what you need to look out for because you don't want to do that. Mm-mm. No, I think one of the biggest things that I'm not realizing is love bombing. I had no yes. idea how bad it was mm-hmm. <laughs> until I got out of a relationship and realized that oh shit I got love bombed and yeah. that's something that I think can be on its own but I also think ties into someone who has narcissistic tendencies yeah yeah so love bombing is it can be like obvious but if you're dealing with a real narcissist like it'll ha- be happening and you won't even realize as to what happened and no because one a very big part of love bombing is feeding your ego without you even realizing it so that's you know complimenting you it could sound like oh I can't believe I've lived my entire life without knowing you where it sounds romantic but it's like if you actually think about it it's like I've known you for three days what are you talking no, about it's too soon I like... was just about to say it's, it's the fact <laughs> like... that it's too soon mm-hmm. is what's giving and I went from a relationship that didn't give me any of that to a relationship that did and I thought oh my god how have I like this is exactly what I've been wanting I've been mm-hmm. wanting someone to fall all over me I've been wanting someone to tell me they can't live without me and it was in reality like a month or less of time and that's something that even now while going into the back into the dating world I have to be really careful about because I'm the type of person that I'm like why aren't you already in love with me like why yeah why aren't you on your knees for me yet like bowing down but I'm like I that's something that I have to work through because that's not love yeah no it's it's not so you know what you're saying is like you were affection starved so everything that a true narcissistic person like we're talking actually narcissistic not just Mm -hmm. a jerk um is very calculated and it's very they're always going to be one step ahead of you. Don't think that you can try to outsmart them or play the game better than them. That's a horrible idea. Horrible, yeah. horrible, horrible idea. And there's not... two types of narcissists, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, I know, co- covert narcissism. Yeah, and, and then, I don't know the other one, but that the covert is it. more, the covert is more chill, right? Like you can't No, covert really... is like, very oh like, the one that's like calculated you know. like scary like okay. like every intent hold on uh types of i know because i was like i just read this but i don't remember oh shit what it is no <laughs> okay. no fucking way okay, hold on okay apparently there are eight types of narcissism are you ready for this yeah Okay, so healthy narcissism, grandiose narcissism, vulnerable narcissism, also known as covert narcissism, narcissism, malignant narcissism, sexual narcissism, somatic narcissism, cerebral narcissist, and a spiritual narcissist. So let's... (laughs) I'm like, oh, Lord, that is too many, too many for me. The only one that... I am familiar with what it means is covert narcissism, or I believe they said it could also be known as vulnerable narcissism, um, which is basically someone who is self-aware but still has narcissistic personality disorder. So they, which is kind of 
a, I don't know for me, like a worrisome one because like, yeah. even though they know what they're doing is bad and like, they're still they, doing it. They're still choosing to do it with the awareness of what they're doing. Um, no, no, it's a big <laughs> no for me. I didn't know there were eight different types. I had no idea. What is grandiose? Grandiose sounds familiar to me, honestly. It's, it says, is it like big affection, like gifts? It's, when someone's narcissist okay, oh healthy narcissism each person has a bit of healthy narcissism within them that's why Ooh. i think like that we can't just be calling everybody a narcissist because i do think everybody has some kind of trait in no i you know agree. what i mean like That's... we're all kind of ego we're all ego based like we all want to think of ourselves mm. first yeah i think that's human nature unfortunately yeah and so yeah like i that's why i think that i'll see a lot of the times people and like not to call anybody out or like be rude but like if somebody cheats on you they they could i mean i don't know the rest of the story but that solid fact does not make them a narcissist or that yeah. they lied to you. It doesn't make them a narcissist. It's, it's rude and it's, and it's wrong. Don't get me wrong, but that does not make somebody like a narcissist. And I feel like throwing that word around so loosely now is taking away from people that actually were, are dealing with, are dealing are with an actual narcissist because it's very traumatic and it, it takes a lot of fucking therapy to like, fix yourself after that type of trauma bond with somebody so I feel like using that word loosely is very dangerous and it it can kind of like it's kind of like a joke now like I saw something on Facebook the other day where somebody was calling somebody a narcissist and they're like oh here we go with the narcissist like it doesn't it's not it doesn't hold as much power as I feel like it used to because everybody's calling their ex a narcissist yeah. and it's it's just not good. And it's also like, you know, I don't, I don't know. What do you feel about yeah, it? Yeah. If somebody like shares a different opinion than you or like your partner or yeah, somebody cheats, like cheating is not ever okay, but that doesn't, that doesn't equal narcissism. That right. maybe equals a shit person, like a shitty person, but that doesn't yeah. equal narcissism. I think that even when someone is displaying narcissism I'm very very slow to call them a narcissist because I think it's just easier to say and better to say oh that person has narcissistic qualities yeah and that's no. something that I've been learning lately is like I don't want to put the label on that but I think we can call the people that are actually giving those quality traits oh that's those are narcissistic behaviors mm-hmm so the actual definition of a narcissist, according to Mayo Clinic, which is thank you, Mayo, Mayo Clinic, thank <laughs> you, is um, narcissistic personality disorder is a mental health condition in which people have an unreasonably high sense of their own importance. They need and seek too much attention and want people to admire them. People with this disorder may lack the ability to understand or care about the feelings of others, but behind this mask of extreme confidence, they are not sure of their self-worth and are easily upset by the slightest criticism, which is something else I wanted to talk about. 
narcissist egos are astronomically high but so easy to break (laughs) like it is their biggest strength and biggest weakness at the same time um and i don't know if that made sense but like it you can yeah yeah you can impact them very very easily um which is why you'll say something and they'll flip out and you're like what the hell like what did I say like I was joking or I was just messing around but they take it personally because they're always on the defense they're always ready for somebody to call them out or to Mm -hmm. say something bad about them or because they are like they're not sure of themselves and I was just about to say that it's you can tell I think something too is like I used to get my feelings so hurt about um just little things like if 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 I was talking to someone who had narcissistic qualities and they came at me I would take that so personally and now I've learned that like oh you actually like don't really have much self-worth which is sad like Mm -hmm. I think that that's something I flipped my perspective on in the last year is like okay you actually aren't okay with just being alone and being yourself and that's actually really sad and that's Mm -hmm. something that like I've taken to heart now of like okay if someone treats me like that they probably have unhealed trauma and don't love themselves and that's helped me to like in like a not like a shitty way but that's just helped me to like not be so upset if somebody takes something out on me yeah no no it's like a deflection almost like Mm -hmm. I mean and it's not just for narcissists like if somebody isn't happy with themselves they often treat other people shitty because they are 100 they are not happy with themselves so they have to make sure everybody else feels the same way and that can be consciously that can be unknowingly like it's just something that happens when you're not happy with yourself and so that is like the ego it's such like i said it's the greatest thing they hold and it's the thing that'll break them the easiest so um So let's talk about some red flags that you can look out for when dating and what you should look for and be wary of if you think somebody might be a narcissist or you just are getting an uneasy feeling about them. Yeah, I think one thing, um, only because I can speak from experience, is just love bombing in the beginning, just being really, really attached. Um. I was so young, so I didn't have my own sense of self and independence yet. But if someone is like really latching on, that's probably not a good sign. I feel like especially in the beginning, like um, I was actually just talking to one of my friends about this last night and I was like, I'm scared to get back into dating because dating to me means like I have this weird stigma of like dating equals marriage. And like my therapist was like, that's not how the real world works. Like maybe that's how it worked for you in the past because you got love bombed, but Mm -hmm. you can just go and have fun and go out on dates. Like that doesn't have to mean something serious has to come out of it. It doesn't even have to mean a long-term relationship. Like you can just go on dates. She was like, that's how the normal world (laughs) works. And I was like, oh, weird. Yeah, no. So glad you brought that up because it's not – that can be like really a concern because like I said like we just said like people love having their egos fed we love being complimented we love being told like we're the prettiest person in the entire planet what would somebody do before um that's not normal um maybe in like a year (laughs) if you know in a year but if somebody six months and they're like oh I could see my future with you like that yeah that's a normal pace of things (laughs) um somebody going out on three dates with you and then telling you that 
either they which happens with love bombing they'll tell you that they're in love with you or you know you're perfect like you mm-hmm. could do no wrong but yada 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 that's not normal that's not normal that's not um you know some fairy tale like oh my god we're soulmates no babe you're about to you're about to end up with <laughs> yeah a love bomber and so what love bombing is it's basically like a fish and hug you know bait and hug so they reel you in with the love bombing and the compliments and the treating but you they like do it a- to feed their own ego that's mm-hmm. the thing that people don't really realize is like they're giving you the compliments but it's actually like going back to them because they have you and that's mm-hmm. like feeding their ego yeah and it's basically the basis of a trauma bond is getting addicted to that high of knowing they have the quote-unquote because it's not real remember these people are not real in the beginning but to you it feels like they have the real potential to be kind to you and loving to you like they did in the beginning so when they show their true face and they act like an asshole and they are you know abusive or emotionally unstable your mind tricks you to be like wait no but they were this person and i know they're this person you know in the first place there's no way they could really be this horrible person no they are that horrible person the first person they showed you was a mask and that's that's a trauma bond that's getting addicted to the highs and lows of the relationship and it's a way to keep you kind of plugged in when they because they know they can't keep the act up forever so they need something to keep you grounded when they do show their ass and get controlling um and that's something else too once you're already in the relationship a lot of the times narcissists or people with very high egos they're very very controlling and they kind of see you as a direct limb of themselves so that's that's kind of why they're so controlling so if you're wearing something they don't agree with i've never heard that a direct limb of themselves Mm -hmm. that's like a really i don't want to say cool cool's not the right word but you know what i mean that's a really (laughs) like um interesting take because I've never heard that but that Mm -hmm. makes so much sense yeah so they'll if you do something and you're like why are you so upset about it it's because they see that you as disrespecting them in every single aspect if you're doing something that they do not agree with or they think is like crossing a boundary which is a whole nother thing they see it as you disrespecting them directly as if you spit in their face you know and that's why they take it so so personally and that's why people are often like i have no idea what happened he just blew up out of nowhere it's because it's like you literally spit in his face like or her face or whatever person you're dealing with um and they they can't they can't take it because they see you as almost like property or like literally them um so yeah i think often that shows itself early on in the relationship and that can be also a form of love bombing as well if they get very what's the word jealous in the beginning or overprotective or just like and you may be like oh my god that's so hot like he cares who talks to me like we need to ground ourselves babe we (laughs) we need (laughs) we need to remember that um that's not normal and you know even in like a person you've been in a relationship for a year like they shouldn't be having a meltdown you know because your mom's friend said hi to you or you know like it's there's a difference between (laughs) yeah it is not that deep and there's a difference between having a healthy like everybody has jealousy everybody you know that's normal it's normal to be jealous it's normal to get your feelings hurt but the way you handle it is key to whether it's appropriate or not 
Right. Yeah. So I feel like I have to preface this too. I don't know why. I, I think I should have probably said this in the beginning. I always have to preface though that like I was not perfect either in my relationship. I always feel like mm-hmm. I just have to say something like that because I hear things. I'm like, oh, I probably did something like not some things that were not great too. Right. And I think that that's yeah. everybody. But I always just have to preface that, that when I'm like doing my TikToks or podcasts or something because I'm like, I did shit too for sure. But I always have to preface that. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I think in any regular, whether it be like with a narcissist or with a regular yeah regular person I think everybody should be able to say like hey I made mistakes in this relationship too um nobody's perfect and if you think you're perfect that means that you might be <laughs> you might have well, I think that that's something too that being on not calling out TikTok either but being on TikTok I hear a lot of um this or that right or like um they did this I didn't do anything and I think mm-hmm. it's really important to own up fault too I think that that's something that Um, I know we're kind of like jumping topics, but something that again, helped me in my healing journey was taking focus off of him and putting focus on me, but also Mm -hmm. knowing like, okay, I did some shit that like, I said shit that I'm not proud of. So like, what truly is going on inside of me? Like, how can I fix this to be better for my next relationship? And that's something that anytime I wanted to think about him, it's like, nope, we're placing that back on me. But, um, yeah, I just feel like I hear a lot about that. And I'm like, of course, like, again, cheating, not great, like, probably a shit person. But I also think that we're not perfect either. And we have to accept that and acknowledge that. Yeah, take accountability. Because um, like I said, nobody's perfect. And we have like this I don't know why, but we have this idea that a perfect long lasting relationship should just be like the honeymoon phase the entire time. Like you are going, yeah, yeah. I've thought that my entire life. Yeah. But that's not as somebody who's been married for 50 plus years, they're going to, you know, there's, um, and I just saw a video about this last night on TikTok. We keep bringing up TikTok, but, but um, TikTok, TikTok the, <laughs> I know uh, the five stages of relationship. And it's like around year two, you want to break up with your partner. I've heard that it's like year mm-hmm. four, year seven year. Like there's like years that you like dislike go through your hardship. partner. Yeah. And I think love is a choice. Love is something mm-hmm. that like every day you wake up and it's a choice. It's not like. Because even being in a four and a half year relationship, there were times where I was like, I don't, I don't really love my partner as much today. It's like, I did like, you know, you're not feeling like, like you still love them, but you're not feeling like, oh my gosh, I just want to like be around them all the time and hug them right. and kiss them. And it's like, eh, I could probably just chill by myself all day, but you still love them. But it's like every day you still have to make that choice to like want to be around them and love them and like them. Right. And that's why I forget what percentage of it would basically most relationships don't make it past two years because of that because people take it as yeah so people take it as um oh I guess I'm over this and they move on to the next relationship but it's like it's like clockwork so like you're not gonna be infatuated with your partner 
all the time. And like Katie said, love is a choice. You wake up and you choose to love your partner every single day. It's not saying you should force yourself to have feelings for somebody. Sometimes you do genuinely lose feelings for somebody and that's okay too. But if you're in a long committed relationship and you know for sure, for certain that you love this person, you're just feeling kind of weird. Take some time to like examine that and like water your relationship, go out on dates, do something new, refresh it before you choose to just like walk away because it could just be the cycle of like not not being exciting you know it can get boring sometimes even just think about like friendships like I don't talk to my like some of my best friends every single day like why you know like it doesn't sometimes they annoy the crap out of me sometimes I'm sure I annoy the crap out of them but like it doesn't mean that you like cut off ties with your friend it just means that you're going through like a rough patch or something yeah you like go through stages with them too like sometimes Mm -hmm. I am like up my friend's asses like hey let's go do this hey let's and then sometimes I'm like I'm so busy like I have no time or like I just want to be by myself for a bit and so that goes in like stages too yes so so we're very we're very ranty today (laughs) we're very rambly but sometimes I feel like that's the best kind of conversations oh I think so um I do. I did. So I downloaded Reddit, which I loathe Reddit. Um, I'm not a fan of Reddit. <laughs> but like Reddit? They... No. I, I think Reddit can be very um, harsh. I don't know if harsh is the right word. It can be very complainy. Yeah. I, for some reason, I have the worst luck. Like a couple of my exes, like they, I caught them like cheating on Reddit and Discord. They were cheating on those places? Yeah, I didn't even know you could do that until those people. I've never had a Discord, so I have no idea what that is. I couldn't say. Yeah, no. I don't. Discord uh, is, like, basically, like, a chatting. It's it's for video games, but, like, there's chat rooms for certain That's what stuff. I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. And so is, so is Reddit, which I had no idea that you could do that on Reddit. But anyways. I didn't so, even know you could message on Reddit. Apparently, yeah apparently you can I had no idea yeah so anyways I got over myself and I downloaded reddit (laughs) and so I went to the am I in am I the asshole thread which I personally am a fan of I (laughs) because you know it's for forever yes so and I looked up the keyword narcissist because I thought it'd be a perfect example of how Somebody can be an asshole and not a narcissist. And maybe sometimes people are narcissists. So yeah. um, I did want to read one out. What do you say? I said, let's decide. Narcissist or asshole? Narcissist or asshole. Okay, so it says, am I the asshole for calling my boyfriend a narcissist? So my 36th female fiance, 37 male. So he's 36, she's 37. And I have been together for about four years. We live together. We fix our phone a little. We have an account in which all the bills are paid from and when we each have our own account. This has worked ever since we decided. (laughs) So they said, um, this is not the problem. My boyfriend used to have an issue with spending money and lending it out even if we were struggling. He has since corrected the behavior for the most part. However, the other day he had my card to my personal account. He called and asked me if he could use some of the money to get some to eat since he hadn't gotten paid yet i told him that was fine because i honestly love him and will never let him go without plus we do share our money with each other all the time i expected maybe 10 to 15 dollars to be spent but he pulled out a hundred dollars my phone alerted me about the withdrawal so i asked him via text what he needed that much for and he refused to answer the question and said i should trust him 
When I got home, I asked again, and he started accusing me of not trusting him and that he shouldn't have to explain all the purchases he makes. I told him he did and if he was using my money. We argued back and forth, and I told him he was being a narcissist by refusing to tell me and then try to make it my fault that he got mad. He finally relented and told me what he needed the money for, but then started trying to gaslight me by saying he'll never ask me for my money again. He'll just borrow it from someone else because I don't trust him. Am I the asshole? Edit. I think he was being a narcissist because he lacked empathy to the fact I wanted to know what he spent that much money on. I used gaslighting because he tried to make me feel like I was in the wrong and didn't trust him when I do. I just don't like, um, or I just know, want to know exactly what my money has been spent on. Um, so then she posted an update on what he actually spent the money on. Um, what she was said it? he bought groceries. I'm so curious. He put them in our deep freezer that is in a shed outside of the house that I only go into when it's time to restock the smaller indoor freezer. Why didn't he just tell you that? That's what I'm saying. So first of all, (laughs) here's something, here's some key things I have to take away. One, I don't think she's the asshole, but I don't Mm -hmm. think that gaslight, I do think he gaslit her for saying like, you don't trust me. That is just kind of whack. Like just tell her what you spent the money on. Um, Especially if it's groceries. Like, dude, what are we doing? Yeah, Maybe he I wanted to surprise her. I don't know, but I think that that's their prerogative. But I think that gaslighting does not equal uh, narcissism, like uh, automatically. You know what I mean? So I yeah. think that I don't think he was being a narcissist for that, but no. I don't think she was being the asshole either. No, I think this is like just a weird lack of communication, and <laughs> and I think, I think if he would have just fessed up immediately, like yeah, then you'd like have it's no just problems. Groceries, like and a hundred dollars for groceries—that's not that bad. No, and that was I that was understand though. Like if I was like, if he was like, "Can I get something to eat?" I definitely would think like, "Oh, ten to fifteen, maybe like twenty for gro- for like food." But a hundred, yeah. I would have been like, "Hmm, <laughs> what you need that money for?" Yeah, no. First of all, I don't think he's a narcissist. No, <laughs> just a I mean there might be more information like I don't know but just purely based off of that post I don't think he's a narcissist I think that's no. just crazy. I think there's some gaslighting potentially yeah. from how she worded it but that doesn't equal narcissism yeah no um and then also I think it's just like a common use of like miscommunication like she probably got defensive because she's used to him being irresponsible with money he was defensive because he felt attacked because she probably used to get on to him a lot about not using money correctly and so it was just like both of them were on the defense and ready to start an argument about it (laughs) and so that's kind of what happened but uh i don't i don't think i don't think he's a narcissist i don't think he's a narcissist but i also don't think she was an asshole for asking like where's my money (laughs) like what did you do with my money right like i don't i also think that you have to be so careful with money that is like the biggest thing that people get into fights about and i'm like girly you should have just venmoed him the cat like i know he had your card take your card back and venmo right like for the for the food (laughs) like why is it what i don't know no i don't think that uh i don't think that he's a narcissist i think this is just an an argument do you think she's the asshole though like do you think she's an asshole i no but i also like don't know why he would wouldn't just say it's for groceries that's what. like that doesn't make sense to me like if i first of all you're you're in a relationship so you obviously like they said share the finances her money 
Like, well, it was like her personal like card. I would ask to rec- honestly, if I was her, I would ask to see a receipt. Me too. And yeah. I, or I would go check my bank and be like, "Did you really spend?" No, because it's cash. He pulled out cash. He pulled so out cash can... from her card. Yeah, like he pulled a hundred. That's what it sounded like to me. Huh. But also, when people—I'm going to be honest—when people get that defensive about something, sometimes things be going. Things are going on behind the scenes. That's what I'm saying. Like, I just thought about that. Like, why would he lie about groceries? Why would he pull out cash when he could just use a card? That's so much extra work. Yeah, no. Did anyone say anything? Like, on yeah, the so Reddit thread, just, like, is I she just... cheating? So, someone said, um, you're the asshole for calling your boyfriend a narcissist when he really is just a dick. <laughs> no. I mean... We're spitting out facts. Like, yeah, I don't think that's what I'm saying. Like the word, not to like call this person out. I don't think they'd ever hear it. But, yeah. <laughs> but like, I and don't. Also you put it on a public thread, so. right? Like it's fair game. But anyways, if you are calling, you can't just call somebody a narcissist. He sounds you like a can't. Dick. He's, yeah, he sounds it sounds weird. It sounds un- shady. He does sound un- yeah, he does sound untrustworthy. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, something's not right there. I don't no. know. But is he to a me- narcissist? No. No yeah um most of these comments are just saying that she didn't use the word narcissist or gaslighting correctly um and like telling her to apologize for calling him a narcissist which <laughs> that 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 <laughs> did not go well for her that really no. did not go well for but, her yeah someone said um He's definitely not right, but you're definitely wrong. People need to stop using serious medical terms to describe toxic people. Narcissism is a disorder, and the constant misuse of the term creates a stigma around the disorder and harms diagnosed people. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Someone said, what was the money really for? No, that's we're all curious about that one. <laughs> yeah. Here's one. He, they said, his behavior isn't narcissistic necessarily jesus christ his <laughs> his behavior isn't necessarily narcissistic however he's very much trying to manipulate you blame you and play the victim the bottom line is he lied to you about needing the money for lunch and had the nerve to accuse you of not trusting him as though he didn't just give you a huge reason not to trust him that that comment wins the entire thread that yeah because that's that's the bottom line and I that's I just don't. He understand. did just give you the reason to not. He's literally accusing you. Yeah, like he just he, gave you a massive reason. And it's just like it's not even that big of a deal, y'all. Like, <laughs> just tell the truth. Like, if you are buying groceries, she'd probably be like, "Oh my god, thank you. I hate going grocery shopping." Like, I don't understand what's going it's on. The pulling out cash for me. It's the pulling out the one hundred dollar cash for me. Yeah. I would have gone and seen what groceries he bought and counted that up to see if it costs a hundred dollars. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'd be nosy. I'd be like, all right, let's count it up. Yep. Let's count mm-hmm. it up. Also, that post was made like a month ago and we all know groceries. You can't get a lot of groceries for $100. Nope. So I want to, I'd want proof. I'm curious. I'm so curious. So, yeah, there's no other update for that one. But I that, I just thought that was a great example of like, some that's not a narcissist that's just someone yeah that you're pissing right now <laughs> yeah not... and i like that she used the word like that person just seems toxic but they're not a narcissist like those are different things as well 
Yes. But we do throw around the word toxic as well a lot. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like that's better than calling somebody like oh, a 100%. personality disorder. Yeah, 100%. Because <laughs> narcissism is like a personality disorder. Like that's um, it's like di- a diagnosis. Get, um, do you just get like a therapist would just not treat you, uh, diagnose you with that? Yeah, like, like a psychologist. It would be a psychologist to like. But you know, narcissisms are not going to go to. They're not. Get therapy. No. no. So they're never going to. Unless know. they're self aware, and that's rare. Yeah. Um, and they want to change. Yeah. They want to take some serious. I don't know. I doubt many therapists get. I mean, I don't know, though, because I feel like if you were like, what was someone, covert narcissism, and you like were aware, but you wanted to change and get better, you would go to like a psych or yeah psychologist and be like hey i think something's fucked up in here can you you help me okay so it says my father's girlfriend disliked me and complained about me from the first day she met me when i was 10 the first evening i met her she complained that i was ill-mannered for touching her cds without asking first i lived with her from 10 years old to 17 she was always very critical about me but okay with my youngest brother I lived with her and my father every second week on shared custody. We were not allowed to have friends at the house because it bothered her. That's <laughs> Okay, so weird. wait. She was 10 years. So the first time they met, she was 10 years old. And that's when the stepmom got mad at her when she was 10 about touching CDs. Yeah. and I mean, they, if you're 10 years old. You're 10. And anyways, um, they weren't okay. allowed to have friends at the house because it bothered her. There were rules like I couldn't wash my underwear in the same laundry load as everyone because my feminine underwear were dirty. We had a swimming pool in the backyard, but if I was done swimming, I couldn't stay and chill in my bathing suit because it was bothering her to see my teenage body. Also, she was giving me weird looks whenever I was hugging my father. I left the house at 17 because I was tired of this stressful situation. Basically, she was always over my ass for everything. Like a teacher that dislikes you, but they live with you, and your parent approves of their actions. It really sucked. Since I left their house about 15 years ago, she made it really difficult to see my father over the years. I now live in a different city, so I see my father only twice a year. My father cannot invite invite me to visit him. It's really her that decides when she wants to have me, which is once a year for Christmas. Sorry, I had to cough. Hold on. I used to come and sleep at their house for every time I was coming. It was really unpleasant because she watches my every move, always trying to find where I'm at fault. And I was just reliving the stress of living with her. I was always super careful to respect all the rules. So because there wasn't really anything to complain about over the years, the complaints became more and more absurd. Like she would be insulted because I took a craft cheese slice from the fridge without asking permission. I am 33 years old. My father also admitted that my visits were very stressful for him and that whenever I was leaving, she was going to have a whole rant about me. I'm still coming for dinner at Christmas, but decided not to sleep over anymore. I think if I stay for just about three to four hours for a meal, she won't have much to complain about. I kind of had accepted this reality, but after starting therapy recently, I realized how much of her actions were abnormal, uncalled for, and made my teenage years really difficult by living with an adult that obviously did not want me around. Also realizing my father has been tolerating the whole thing for now more than 20 years without ever saying anything. I just don't understand how he can love someone that has so many, so much contempt and constantly complains about me. I talked to him about it, but he got really defensive whenever we touched the subject, saying it affects his mental health, but not really taking consideration to how having to share my parents with a narcissist partner has affected my mental health through the years. Am I the asshole? 
I don't think she's the asshole. I don't no. know if the stepmom <laughs> is a narcissist. I don't know. But I think that the stepmom is definitely weirdly jealous and weirdly yeah. insecure of like it's almost like um she's like is afraid that the daughter's gonna like take her place do you know what I mean but like yeah. that's definitely some weird Freudian psychology <laughs> stuff going on know. but I think she's like weirdly insecure and weirdly jealous of the daughter being close to the dad yeah no I think I don't know what the fuck is going on with this lady, but don't date people with kids if you don't like their kids. Like that is so or don't want kids or don't yeah, yeah like, like that's so backwards to me. Like you know most I mean I guess most I'm assuming most of the time people let people know that they have kids <laughs> when they're dating, but yeah, um sure. that kid comes with that person. So if you have some weird like and it I was thinking the entire time like oh he she just doesn't like the kid because it's not her her and his kid it's her him and the ex's kid so mm -hmm. she thinks it as like as an extension of his ex which is oh, still yeah, still weird but like yeah. could be the reason why but like if you have that much jealousy and issues leave them leave them alone like this is so weird to me like the getting daughter's already in his life so you right. can't be the one like i definitely think the stepmom is just a dick to be honest like <laughs> psychotic <laughs> like yeah like i'm like you've got issues for somebody's daughter like it's weird to me and like she said she's like a 33 year old woman now and she can't get a piece of cheese out the fridge without like getting screamed at like i don't and also just like seeing your dad like that is gonna be i don't know that's just so sad to me that you can't have a relationship with your own dad because of the person and honestly at that point you have to set boundaries which is what she sounds like she's doing by not spending the night but yeah. I would have definitely, I I would straight up start setting boundaries with the stepmom. Like, I don't know what I would say, but I probably would tell her, like, you absolutely cannot talk to me like this anymore. Sorry. Yeah, no, it's, and like you said, you're a 33-year-old woman. Like, act like it. Like, if somebody was, act, I mean, my parents are together, so it's crazy for me to think about my dad dating other people but if my yeah. dad like dated somebody like this and was acting weird around me and my brother i'd be like you need to calm the fuck down like i'm getting a piece yeah. of cheese out the fridge and i'm gonna fucking eat it like no like my dad is remarried and i love uh my stepmom like she's just good. the sweetest person in the entire world but she would never step in between me and my dad's relationship like see never and so that's really hard for me to see too because i'm like neither my stepdad or my stepmom would step in between like me and my mom's relationship or me and my dad's relationship and so it's very weird for me and my dad would also be like uh like fuck you like this is my kid like yeah and i think i the only reason i mean she could just be a psycho but like the only reason like so I, I have a son, obviously, and, like, I can't ever imagine, like, someone allowing somebody to disrespect him or, like, outwardly emotionally hurt him and, like, me just stand by and chill and be like, sounds good to me. So the only reason why I would think that maybe she, her dad is stuck in a narcissistic relationship is because you tend to be, like, blindsided and, like... You know what I mean? Like you tend to yeah. just kind of be a shell. So of do you yourself. think she's uh, a narcissist? I don't. I don't know because like this. I, I mean, know this it's is clearly very to... weird. Yeah, it's really whack. But I don't know <clears> for <throat> sure if I can call her a narcissist. But I do think that there's a lot of issues, and I'm sure 
you being a mom, you can't imagine dating someone and putting them probably above your kid. Like, yeah, no. my child has been in my life and like, you're a new addition. So, right. you know what I mean? Like the person that you're dating is a new addition. Of course you love them, but it would be hard for me. I feel like if I had a kid, it'd be hard to put my love for somebody else and and allow them, like you said, to do something or to like talk to my kid like that. Yeah. Like I would just be weirded out. I don't understand. But there, there also has been like people that that I've seen posts on other social media platforms. It's like my stepmom lets my stepdad be a creep to me or like just like I never understood that like I've, I've heard about it before where people let their partners be rude to their children and like I don't know it's just so weird to me I don't understand like that mentality but it does happen I so I mean obviously I can't diagnose somebody with like narcissistic personality disorder yeah. but she's definitely got some issues um yeah she's giving she needs to go to therapy for me <laughs> yeah no um everybody said that she's not the asshole um but most of them are saying her dad is um so no not, not the asshole. The behavior. Mm -hmm. your father is honestly it's awful how you were treated and how he let it happen you deserve better try no contact and see how your father reacts Mental yeah. health isn't an excuse in the situation. He's abused you. I was by just his about to say that. Head. Yeah. Yeah. With him being like, it's it's hurting my mental health. It's like, bro, no, it's fuck not. off. You are yeah. a sixty year old, fifty, sixty year old man. Like you can handle it. Like you're gonna be fine. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna be you. just a okay. Cause yeah, that's the thing. You are digging yourself a hole of not being able to see your daughter anymore. Yeah. So I mean, I wouldn't, I'd be like, okay, this is really freaking weird. Like <laughs> I'm not coming over here for Christmas. Like I'm not going to ruin no. my Christmas. Yeah. I probably would go no you. contact. Like it's really hard and it sucks, but I would do no, no contact. Mm -hmm. I would too. Yeah. So I think that's, I, I don't know. I feel like I'd need more information and obviously yeah. I'm not a psychologist, so I can't diagnose anybody, but, <laughs> but I feel like, um, I don't know. That one's weird. I Our take like is that that is odd. Yeah, that's really weird. <laughs> I just I read that one earlier and I was like, I just want to bring it up because it was just such a weird like, what the fuck is this? Like, yeah. <laughs> why? I'm sure I a just, lot of people go through that too. Like, go through similar situations. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was more so like, why is your dad allowing this over anything? Yeah, a hundred percent. So I don't know, but yeah. So those are the two that I saw that like. I don't know. We're kind of examples of like one obviously was not a narcissist, but an example of like someone can have like asshole traits and not be a narcissist. Oh my God. I'm losing my voice. What the hell? People can be dicks, but it doesn't mean they're a narcissist. Right. Yeah. And um, if you think you're with a narcissist, I don't, I don't know. I feel like if somebody is treating you poorly enough for you to, think that they might be a narcissist i think that either way your best bet is to get out of that relationship um because or seek I therapy first ask an unbiased yeah. opinion like is this narcissistic qualities am i the one that's wrong like i would definitely mm -hmm. either go to couples counseling honestly though i probably would go to my own individual therapy though because couples counseling 
I feel like something that narcissists can do is flip a switch really easily. And so they could definitely flip that switch on for therapy. So I would definitely go to individual therapy and then possibly couples therapy so the therapist knows beforehand. I, in my therapy, my personal therapy, I learned that the worst thing that you can do if you think your partner is a narcissist is go to couples counseling. She was like, I can see right through all of this, but some therapists can't. And it didn't save my marriage. So technically it didn't like, didn't help, but it did help me yeah. afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yes, because, you know, like you said, your therapist could see right through it. Um, a lot of the times they they think they're smarter than everybody else in the room. And a lot of times they're not. And so they can try to, they'll either try to flip the script or be like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I know, like I need to do better. And then like, not really mean it. And so it's mm-hmm. just, I don't know. My therapist just said that's not if you really think that you're with a narcissist or somebody that abuses you, then just go to individual therapy and tell them and give a non-biased opinion. (laughs) And then do a team huddle afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How'd yours go? I'm Um, dumping your ass. (laughs) I know. (laughs) So, so yeah, if you think that, you know, just look up for the red flags, like especially when getting to know somebody, love bombing, overprotective, wanting to move too fast. Like if something, overall, if something feels off, it normally off. is off like our Let's guts forget. yeah our guts don't give us that feeling for no reason like oh god if i have listened to my gut like oh my god if i would have listened to my, my gut i would be yeah like yeah, no. i've known things and then i felt crazy and then i go back and i'm like oh my gut was right yeah no i i need to start doing that more because throughout my relationships like even just like people who weren't narcissists just assholes like if I had listened to my gut and like actually stood my ground I could have avoided a lot of time and like heartbreak and like like energy poured into other people that just did not deserve it but so that's kind of that's our episode for today um we dived into a lot of bigger topics basically we can't just go around calling people narcissists I yeah <laughs> I encourage let's you let's go ahead and call them assholes instead assholes they're just assholes <laughs> like let's and, just pick a different word for right now and yeah do that yeah and if you I encourage I always like try to encourage people like do your own research like Mm-hmm. what is a narcissist what are the different types of narcissism um i know we didn't go into it in depth today but like there's a lot of different types and it is a personality disorder and some of them can be can be dangerous so like in a mm-hmm. in a more serious sense if you actually think you are with a narcissist or somebody physically is abusive emotionally abusive um they often don't get better and it often only escalates and um it often starts with emotional abuse you know yeah. that it's kind of like a harsh saying but first they punch the wall then they punch your face it's uh it's not a lie it's true. and so and a lot of the time abusers are narcissists and so if you think you're in that situation um all jokes aside you don't just just leave don't wait for a therapist to tell you to leave don't mm-hmm. that's just you got to get out of it but um, we want you to be safe and protected and mm-hmm. definitely leave. Yeah. While narcissism is funny to talk about, like being thrown around a lot and how it's a joke, it's like if you actually are with one, um, it's very scary and it's ja- jaunting, daunting. It's daunting. It's daunting. And um, and you you just got to they aren't going to change. 
a lot of the time feel really reliant on a narcissist I feel like they make you feel very dependent and reliant on them and so Mm -hmm. it can feel like you can't leave but I'm telling you right now you can but you have to be the one to want to save yourself no one can do it for you and I think that's a big thing that I've learned just from reading things lately is you have to be the one to say okay this is enough um your parents can't do it for you your friends can't do it for you like you have to be the one to say okay I need to leave yeah yeah so sorry to end on a serious note but yeah but if y'all have questions all jokes aside (laughs) yeah if y'all have questions from this podcast episode um I'm pretty much just inviting myself back on. I'd love to come back. Yeah, <laughs> no, I love, we. I feel like we have so much more to say. That we can't, I know. I'm we like, can't make this three hours long. <laughs> no, we've just got to do a third episode together. But yeah, so we probably will. Um, so if you guys yeah. have any questions that you want us to specifically talk upon or about, um, messages on Instagram. I tend to get. I tend to check Instagram more than TikTok. TikTok is. I'm sorry if you messaged me on TikTok and I haven't responded. I will get to it eventually. <laughs> it's just I have a lot of messages on there, but I will get to it eventually. But if you guys have questions, um, send me a message. Um, I'm going to link my Instagram. And also you can send me, I don't know if anybody uses email, but I also have an email if you want to message me. That's kind of easier to go through. Um, and then I will link Katie's Instagram and all that stuff. You can message her as well um, in the description below. But that was all for this week's episode. Uh, We hope you guys stay safe. Don't date narcissists.